Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner of Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern of Talent Team Consulting. And today for our episode, we uh, welcome back two returning guests, um, Bill Beachy and Luann McCarty. I have the honor of reintroducing Bill to our audience if you're catching this for uh, your first experience of the, talent, uh, of the Thoughtful Talent Show. Bill has been training and coaching and mentoring leaders for over 35 years as a a results-oriented, talented, and proven leader with compelling visionary and strategic planning abilities. Like Jen and I, he is an E2Grow and Gallup certified strengths coach. He's highly skilled in helping people discover their sweet spot as they grow and develop in their self-awareness, interpersonal relationships, vocational calling, and everyday life. He provides coaching and consulting to many leaders and organizations in the areas of strengths development, conflict management, employee engagement, leadership, and many other areas, which are probably too numerous to to list. He's done so in the United States, Great Britain, Slovenia, Nigeria, and China. Today, he joins us from his home in Lansing, Michigan. Welcome, Bill. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Good to be with you again. Yes, welcome, Bill. And it's my honor to introduce you to Luann McCurdy. If you remember her, it's because we had her on for the strategic episode as well. Uh, Luann comes to us from her home in Vancouver, British Columbia. She is also an E2Grow and Gallup certified coach, but also an ICF coach. She's the co-founder of her consulting business called Peer Perspectives. Perspectives Consulting, wanted to make sure I got that out right. Um, she has careers, has had careers in engineering, information technology as a programmer, data analyst, and project leader, a career coach, and has led training and development of teams. She has lived and worked in five countries. So like Bill, we're going to span the globe between Canada, France, USA, Singapore, and India, and has, has been the past chair of the Status of Women and Human Rights University Women's Club of Vancouver. Welcome, Luann. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's good to have you both back. Yes. And today, we're going to talk about the client. Clifton Strength talent theme of ideation because this we know falls in your top five. Luann, where is this for you? Number two. Woohoo! All right, and Bill for you. Same place. Same okay. Place. Yeah. Okay. So I seem to remember a little fun fact about you two. What is your number one? Same as Bill's. Uh, same as same as Luann. Strategic. I love this. So already we're starting from a place where these two are strategic minded, and and also following that up with ideation. So Chad, before we dive into the definition, where does ideation fall for you? Ideation falls for me at twenty three. Okay. So not completely at the bottom, but not also. <laughs> top top shelf either right well i'm right there with you mine's at 21 so thankfully we have these two experts with us to talk about ideation and what it means to them in their life and their work and how it shows up for them but before we do chad can you help us with the gallup definition yeah so i will i will help you out with the gallup definition just say but i have to already i just have to point out we have the mirrored uh strategic and ideation in their top you know, this, they're one twos. Mm-hmm. Both of these wonderful individuals have been essentially world travelers. We just listed yes. off, I think, a total of eight different countries um, <laughs> between the two of them. Um, and they have had so many different roles. Um, yes. 
so it's just really interesting to see this ideation strategic almost play out in their in their livelihoods so i just thought it was very interesting that we've got two very uh comparable people on but i think we're going to hear uh their their talents come out uh, very differently having known um, both bill and luann from some of our other episodes so with that said i will get back to the gallup <laughs> definition so gallup defines the ideation talent theme as follows people exceptionally talented in the ideation theme are fascinated by ideas they're able to find connections between seemingly disparate phenomena so very interesting uh initial definition i'd like to start understanding from these two exactly what that means in terms of how this plays out in their life so bill i'm going to come to you first and ask you know just think about your ideation theme i know we can get onto all the theme dynamics later but just think about your ideation theme how does that play out and what does that look like for you in your everyday life well, just as you were uh, defining where uh, Lou Ann has been, you know, my ideas are going, oh, yeah, okay, could I go there? Yeah, what do I have connections there? I've been to Vancouver and I, you know, some of these other places. Anyway, so it, it just, it, it just trips, it just trips my thinking, you know, any kind of interaction. Uh, with folks on a daily basis. And so uh, the, the ideas and possibilities, I think, is where I would connect ideation with. What are the possibilities? Yeah. Nice. And, and are there any particular sort of outward um, behaviors that people might notice when you're sort of <laughs> in an ideation mode or really sort of leaning into that ideation theme a little bit? Yeah, it, it, you know, kind of uh, probably I've been accused of having my head in the clouds uh you know i'm just um uh, gazing out you know almost almost not catatonic but certainly <laughs> have my mind someplace else you know okay. and i'm just thinking about um about these possibilities and a lot of times the ideas then will be will be verbalized as well oh i think we could do it this way i think we could do it this way okay nice, nice. wonderful way to start us off yes luann how about you what what's uh maybe similar to Bill or maybe something a little different? How does this play out and what does it look like for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Very similar to Bill. It plays out just like that in a conversation, um, thinking of options, opportunities, connecting maybe something we said before or yesterday to what we're talking about now. Uh, that idea of disparate ideas or just connecting disparate thoughts is very um, I think is very appropriate for um, for ideation. And I remember way back in the day when I was first introduced to Clifton Strengths, and they I, I read that definition. It just kind of connected with me. I said, "Oh yeah, just you know, connecting ideas, connecting thoughts. That's the heart of ideation." Real quick. One of the things that we've heard from some other coaches on other episodes is sometimes we get our, our Clifton Strengths reports and we immediately resonate with them. Yep, this is me on the, on the nose right away. And then we've also had some other guests that, you know, they've gotten their reports, even as coaches, and gone, yeah, this took me like years to accept. I'm just wondering for, for both of you, what was your sort of initial response to seeing ideation in that top five um, and has this been something that resonated really quick, or has this been something you've grappled with understanding and, and sort of incorporating? 
And I don't know who wants to take that question first, but it's, it's something I wanted to pose to both of you. Mm. I'll go first. Uh, yes, it resonated quickly. <laughs> what took time was how to, um, how to control, how to use it, how to aim it. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so, would, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, just going, oh yeah, that explains a lot of things. Now that I know that, how do I? cope with it <laughs> you know put in put into play coping mechanisms to be able to help me uh, aim 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 the ideas appropriately and usefully beneficially not only for myself but those i'm working with people around me okay well and this really leads us right into my my next set of questions if it's okay if i go there chad because yeah. i you know being that we we don't know right away if we're using them for good or if they're going to trip us up and we and you already kind of brought us to that place of you needed to use it and aim it appropriately so let's talk about that knowing that we, they're, they're not really in a silo but as much as we can keep them like this just to the, the ideation theme itself. How can you, um, or what would you share, share with us that has, um, where ideation may have negatively impacted your life or work in the past and in, in what ways, if, if you would share with us, Luann? Sure, so too much of a good thing is sometimes a bad thing. So what does too many ideas look like? You know, it's like, mm. hmm, getting off task sometime throwing people, um, not throwing, not literally throwing them, but you know, <laughs> but kind of, that's a thought. Um, there's an idea. Uh, um, you know, getting off topic sometimes, or maybe offering ideas where they're not welcome. Mm -hmm. or, or yeah, those are, they're probably, like probably the overuse of ideas is probably, it's um, been my, you know, sometimes, you know, busted on that one, you know, it's been a weakness. Too many ideas is not always needed. Okay. All right. Bill, how about for you? I'll draw, you a parallel, I'll draw a parallel with ice cream. Okay. I love pralines and cream ice cream, but I can't live on it. Hmm. Okay. So I can't eat it every day and expect to be nourished in such a way that it's going to be beneficial for me to live life. So the ideas that I have, they just come flying, but I can't live just with the ideas because ideas are inanimate. You know, they're inanimate objects and unless mm. they're applied in some fashion, in some way to productivity or efficiency or benefit for others, you know, that's all they are is, is an idea that's floating around out there. And while they are many, um, I, I really have worked hard at trying to uh, focus in on those that are going to be most beneficial either for my clients or myself, my family, um, uh, of how to utilize the ideas. Pr pralines and cream is, uh, ice cream is great, you know, on, on, on occasions, but I, I just can't, I can't live life with just that. Yeah, sure. Well, in what you, what you just said there about, I, I can only imagine after our conversations about this, um, having ideation and then being a coach and listening to others, I'm sure ideas are popping like crazy for you guys. Um, Luann, do you, do you want to maybe start your nodding and, and oh, laughing already? Man. Where, where, you know, how this, how this helps or, or where you've had to like rein that in? Yeah. So 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as a coach, uh, you might have ideas, right, for your client. Uh, but they, if it's coaching, it's not meant to come out as a suggestion or advice giving or anything like that. So hence comes the, you know, the coaching skill of using the intuition or curiosity or trying to evoke awareness in a client on how to how to get in that space, really, mm -hmm. that space of, um, of ideas, possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, go ahead, John. Well, I was just going to say, that's a really interesting thought because, you know, some of the people that have listened to this pod, you know, other episodes of this podcast are also team leaders. So even if you're not necessarily a coach coach, Mm -hmm. uh, as a team leader, potentially with ideation, that's a really good insight to make sure that you're aware of that a team leader might have tons of ideas for the people that they're leading, you know, their team members and, and maybe even their peers, but that not all of them have to come out all at the same time or, you know, that you want to still help the person that you're interacting with bring their ideas to the forefront. Um, in a really subtle way. So I just want to, I, I just want to expand, you know, I, yeah. I think your observation Luann, about being a coach and having that perspective is a useful one, but translating that over into a workspace where a team leader might be dealing with the same sort of challenge um, is, is just something I, I wanted to highlight real quick. Well, and whether a team leader or even on a personal um, basis, Bill, I think you shared with me, even sometimes people just want to be heard and maybe aren't looking for the idea. Can you expand a little bit on that for us? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, there's sometimes, oh, just in conversations with my wife, um, she might say, you know, no, I don't want you to solve the problem. I don't mm. want any ideas about how to proceed. I just want you to listen. Oh, okay. And so I sit on my hands and, you know, kind of bite my tongue and, and listen, and, and, and not, not literally, you know, because I want sure. to be present to her. And so sometimes, and, and I wanted to pick up on what Luann said about coaching with um, uh, clients, you know, if I'm one-on-one -on -one with somebody and I, I see where they're going, or maybe I see what the struggle is, and then I have to balance how much my questioning or my seeking to elicit response from them is not manipulative toward the idea that I have for them. Sure. Yeah. That's really good. I, I love these love these thoughts and thank you both for being open and vulnerable with us and sharing that. I know when we, I think we all have had that when we first got our talents, we thought, yay, I'm, I'm amazing. Look at all these fun things I can do. And then you start seeing how it rubs up against someone else who's maybe has some like, almost opposite talents um sure. and then you're like oh maybe they don't think i'm amazing though how could we work better together so i appreciate you like sharing about that struggle yeah if i could if i could say uh jen you know there is there is a a great exhilaration when somebody takes clifton strengths and they begin to discover oh this is what's right about me mm -hmm. and then as you go into it and grow into it you begin to understand the huge responsibility yes of having those particular strengths and how they are utilized because they can really be overdone in ways and distorted you know much like the person pulling up next to me you know, on the boulevard and they're enjoying their music and i have my my windows up but they're entertaining the neighborhood it's just distortion to me you know <laughs> sure. i'm not 
and 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 my strengths, it can just be distortion to other people mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. I have to be very careful. Oh, that's a great example of that, and and in a different way of of seeing it and hearing it. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for sharing well, that. I I just like to build on that because when Luann was commenting on so the negative side of offering idea after idea after idea, I could immediately feel my responsibility top themes going, oh, if somebody loaded up 30 ideas, my responsibility is immediately mm -hmm. going to think I have to take action on all of those. And so just yes. one potential example of how ideation could potentially, you know, I think the original question was how, sort of the negative impact of having ideation or, or letting it kind of on the loose, you start rubbing up against people like myself or, you know, Jen, I know you have responsibility too and deliberative <laughs> too. Yes, all, all of these. Of these. <laughs> all these executing yeah. talents. I'm already right. working on three of the things she said when we weren't even, we were just talking about ideas at this point, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah so it's it's just, it was an interesting tie between what Bill had just shared and what Lewin had initially shared that I think it's just, really helpful because you know the distortion coming through the window is oh no, now i need to be singing that song from the car next right. door to me but i really don't i just need to keep driving <laughs> luann just luann or bill is just set, setting out a bunch of ideas in terms of the the wavelength of of the space yeah. around them so anyway just a, a little bit of a side and realization for me no i like it thank you oh. well so let's let's flip this back to the positive because we know that this works in amazing ways for for both of you in in your life and in your in your work and what you do with all of your clients and people that you work with so tell me luann i'm gonna start with you again um, oh in what ways do you feel like this theme has really benefited your life and your work well, personally, it gives me a sense of vitality. It's there's an energetic flavor for ideation for me. So, every day is a new day. You know, there's every, you know, it's there's so many opportunities. And it's funny you talked to you noted Chad about uh, Bill's career, my career, how disparate in in kind of <laughs> weird kind of way. Like how interesting, really. And really, I think maybe ideation was part of that you know you just think oh there's an idea I could do that I could do that I could do that so there's definitely um, a buzz around ideation that has brought me a lot of joy and I'd like to think that it it all that energy also impacts the space that with the people that I'm with as well you know actually I, my business partner Stephanie Kunar she always says when we first started working together she said it was like playing Barbies because she would have an idea and I would have an idea and we would just go with it like nothing was bad mm. we were just had we just had a good sense of let's keep building things together awesome so you've said to me before and and i don't think it's just the strategic in you but that you don't feel stuck no never no it is, isn't that wonderful like honestly yes. um you know i've offered that kind of an analysis to other people and they're like wow that's amazing like but no mm -hmm. i don't feel stuck and that might be my strategic as well right so because strategic likes to find different paths to to the end so it could be ideation but, if, could but be as strategic. you go along if you're having all these ideas happening i could see that and oh i'm so envious like i have some some ideation envy right now <laughs> <laughs> well so, awesome. so I, i'd also just like to point out something that i think luann 
voiced really well, which is that, you know, ideation technically falls in the strategic thinking um, domain within the Gallup um, sort of system, this, this strengths-based um, model. But the energy that you're talking about almost comes across the way you seem to be voicing it is almost an influencing thing. You know, being able to influence an environment with that kind of energy and mm -hmm. infuse the people around you with that kind of energy. Um, I just it's a, it was interesting to hear. And I thought, oh, you know, do I need to double check? Is this an influencing thing? And I had me <laughs> double checking myself real quick um, just because of that propensity for the energy, which um, I just appreciate you bringing to the forefront because it's it's that place where it can almost cross over depending upon obviously your other themes and how you're using it and the situation but uh, just something I, I wanted to point out i, I want to let bill answer the yes. question too so i know jen <laughs> wants to hear from bill too so bill you know just to re reiterate how does this ideation benefit or you know what's the what's the upside here you know we've we've had so many uh, uh different points that we've talked about in the last two minutes that i've i've chased <laughs> each one of them <laughs> so i have to go back uh yeah i love i love what luann says about this this sense of excitement and this energy that is that is behind it and never getting stuck and i i i would agree with that you know with my strategic and ideation that if i do sometimes don't have an immediate way to pivot or to think about something new, that's a red flag for me that I need to step mm. back and process. Is there some conflict here? Is there something that internally that mm. is um, going against my core values? Something's not sitting right right here. There's no freedom. Uh, oh. and, and so when when the idea ideas uh, for myself are are right there's a huge sense of freedom and relief that oh yeah yeah we can we can march forward here yeah so i heard i heard you also say earlier this like limitless possibility yeah 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 just there's if if one idea is bad there's another one if one idea won't work it's it's kind of like it, it's kind of like if, if you're driving and you get your gps on mm -hmm. and it says detour okay here let's go this way a detour oh, let's we'll just pivot over this way it just it doesn't make any difference what obstacles are there there's always another way when i say always another way yes that's uh it, that's you can't give that broad of a general statement because you can't always say always or never say never but there but most of the time at least in the in the influencing circles or the ways that i'm seeking to influence other impact others there generally is an a, another uh, route uh, pathway to take in order to get to where we want to go and that's part of the strategic and futuristic as well as knowing where we're going yeah you know making a yeah, plan to get there good. yeah love oh. that Fantastic insights already. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on. We've already started to bring into other talents already, other themes. Uh, you've you've both mentioned your strategic. Bill, you just mentioned your futuristic. Um, I want to build on that conversation with with our next question, and and that is, um, we do know that our themes are never working alone. You know, for the for the sake of that first part of the of the program, we wanted to focus on what exactly does this theme look like. I now want to move us to how does it intersect with some of the other themes? And in particular, when you think about ideation theme and sort of enhancing its performance and enhancing its effectiveness and contribution to your work or your teams, 
I'm wondering if there are particular themes that you find yourself regularly pairing with your, your ideation to enhance that performance. And Bill, I'd like to come to you first with this one, uh, just to understand what themes you are regularly kind of attaching to or, or pairing up with your ideation mm -hmm. uh, to get the most out of it. Well, and just as we've been talking, I've discovered some new things with Chad, when you Love said, it. oh, is ideation an influencing thing? And I'm going, okay, I've got maximizer and activator. Well, my ideation just feeds those two. Mm -hmm. Always, you know, so I'm leaning into uh, maximizer and activator. Here's the idea. How do I activate it, get it going, get, get, the, get the idea moving towards fruition, and then maximizing the benefit of it or the people, the potential of the people within within that conversation. And then there's the strategic and the futuristic. The strategic, oh, here's one plan. Oop, that's not working. Uh, so here's another idea that helps me with that plan. Uh, the futuristic, you know, the, the ideas are going to feed futuristic in terms of where one needs to go and be able to narrow in to say, yep, that's the spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Love it. It's always helpful for, for people listening to this to understand, you know, that they can get more out of their ideation by doing mm -hmm. exactly that sort of pairing. So I appreciate your, you starting this conversation. Lou, and I want to come to you with the same question because well, I know you share a lot of themes with Bill. I also know you have some of your own and you have them slightly different order. So I'm just curious, what themes do you find you regularly pairing up with the ideation to get the most out of it? Yeah, so first, uh, even though we share this with, I do share strategic with Bill, but I use strategic to help tame my ideation. Mm -hmm. So let's um, oh, take okay. ideation and apply an idea to a strategy, right? Or let's make this idea useful. How, how can we use this to, to move forward? That's, that's been very helpful. I also have connectedness. So I find my ideas tie something to the bigger picture or to the kind of like the atmosphere or to the, um, the health of the situation. And that's how my ideation and connectedness I use. And um, finally, I have self-assurance. So that, you know, it just helps me get to the start line in an idea. So I'll have an idea. Oh, I had an idea to, to do a triathlon. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's just sign up. <laughs> and uh, my self-assurance will get, will get me there. And humility will keep me going. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It, it does bring to, to light, you know, that idea of just having the courage to go for it, that it yeah. seems like your ideas just come and and there's no sort of judgment on them, you know, as they're generated. I, I know Jen and I, in our conversations and pre preparing for this episode, we're reflecting a bit on our deliberative talents mm -hmm. that we might have ideas, but they are immediately evaluated through yes. you know a, a risk lens and can this be achievable? You know, Jen's got her achiever and she wants to make sure it's, it can get done. Um, I have some other themes that want to make sure it's very practical and grounded. And your your earlier comments about being, um, you know, just sort of limitless possibility yeah. and, and potentially even ungrounded. I know you meant that in a positive way, but that that is not something that comes naturally to, to deliberative. And so I just, I, I just find it really interesting. The, the, the notion that ideas are just ideas and there's no judgment put on them. And yet those are very filtered when it comes to some of the other talent themes. Um, just an awareness thing, I guess, for me, 
Um, I didn't necessarily have a question with it, with it, but just something, I don't know if either of you have a reflection on that about, do you do, I mean, Luann, you started to mention about your strategy, it helps you start to filter some of those ideas, but your self-assurance definitely speaks to anything's possible and I'm just going right. to go and do it. That is contrary to what, what a deliberative, <laughs> something with deliberative would, would potentially think. Um, well, and it's oh, oh. so interesting, Chad, that I'm even you just brought back my thoughts from our last episode with an election and and having that conversation about like so many times when they're sharing in that safe, deep space where they're sharing what they've been thinking about. They're not necessarily saying what they're what they're bringing out is the truth. It's a place to start and continue the conversation of mm. what else it could be and, you know, really digging deeper and deeper and deeper and having that safe space and those people around them that also have that deep intellectual like thinking yeah. theme that they can continue to just dig deeper and deeper and and maybe get to the truth. And I, I see that, you know, kind of the parallels of that with that with the ideation, being able to have the ideas and they don't have to be great ones. Um, like even like even Bill <laughs> says, if that's not a great idea, you know, we'll, we'll just wait for the next one. This The next one might be great. That, that there's limitless <laughs> possibilities. We had there. the fun version. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. Of intellection, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Just get it out there. No, no idea is a bad one, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just. Uh, this is it. why I appreciate doing these episodes with these experts about certain things because I don't have ideation high, no. and to be able to hear <laughs> the benefit and the 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 beauty of it um, mm -hmm. is so, you know, life and life energizing as as Luann and Bill have both pointed out. Yeah. Um, I want to get it bring us back as, as much as I could probably follow this idea for a while. I do want to bring us back a little bit to our next question, which, and Luann, you actually started to answer this a little bit. Um, we also know that our, our themes can kind of get ahead of ourselves, right? You know, I've talked in previous episodes, my learner can just go down rabbit holes for, for, you know, hours, days, weeks, if I really want it to. I'm already getting the sense that ideation has a very strong propensity to just go. I'm curious if there are talent themes you use to start to not necessarily rein it in. We want the most impact and most um, effectiveness from, from our themes, but they can get into sort of an overdone state. And I'm wondering if there are certain themes that you mm -hmm. pair with your ideation to bring ideation back into much more of a, an appropriate mature version of it you start to use strategic i'm wondering giggling. if there are other <laughs> sorry I, I the mature if... thing threw me oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I, I'm a, a mature application of it a practiced there application of it um, um in addition aim. to your strategic uh <laughs> <Purposeful> aim <laughs> aim in addition to the strategic that you've already mentioned are there other themes that you use to bring ideation to its most effective? Um, so yes, yes and, <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yes okay. and I have intellection as well. So I didn't want to poke too much fun at it. Um, you know, I, and Max, I have maximizer. So it really, it's about thinking about how, a, I've had this really great time with ideation, but how effective is it? You know, 
Are we using it? Is it landing well? That sort of intellection kind of goes like, oh, is this really landing well? Is this idea helpful? And so that, uh, again, it's a thinking strength, but strategic thinking strength, but it it's helped me grow into uh, making ideation useful for the situation. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. Bill, what about you? When ideation gets a little ahead of itself over at skis, um, yeah. what what themes are you using to to bring it back? Well, first of all, I need I need to say that consistency, discipline, analytical, <laughs> deliberative, focus uh, are all in my bottom six okay. or seven. Okay. Um, responsibility, you know, they're they're, um, and so there's always a tension for me. Mm. Always, it's being pulled in two directions. But then I always think about a telephone pole with guy wires that are pulling it in two different ways. But what's a telephone pole doing? It's standing upright. And so while I feel these tensions, I want to be in that tension. But my strategic um, uh, is generally going to help control my ideation because I want to maximize the situation. And I go, okay, that idea is not going to fit into the strategic plan in order to get us to where we need to go. Mm -hmm. It's not going to maximize uh, the situation. So I, I lean into strategic quite a bit to help um, offset the um, plethora of, of ideas that just are, I, my mind is continually bombarded with mm -hmm. um, because I know that I don't have the, the the capacity to really discipline and have and deliberate and focus and those sorts of things. Another thing is I like to pair or work with people that have deliberative okay. and that we know this about each other and it becomes there's marvelous synergy there, mm -hmm. you know, that a person who's analytical and deliberative, um, uh, I mean, I have intellection in my top 10, but, but there that's, that's really a powerful mix for me personally yes. is because, because somebody can go, yeah, great idea, but let's look at that a different way. What would happen if this, and those aren't the questions necessarily that I ask. Sure. Oh, I love that you talked about pairing it with with other yeah. people with mm -hmm. talents because I, you know, like you, my discipline is also very low. And mm -hmm. what I found is in almost every situation where I'm in a working relationship with someone, if I don't know their talents ahead of time, I find out pretty quickly they have discipline. I am definitely mm -hmm. drawn mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. who are high discipline mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. love working with them because it just makes all of these great other executing talents I have really specific <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> stay on track because you see activator and and achiever i could go all kinds of directions and i right, assume right. that's probably similar to what your ideation feels like yeah i don't have any executing themes until number 14. oh wow okay that's so amazing so good but so many influencing and strategic thinking <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Chad, did you have any other questions before or thoughts before we move on to the next question? No, I, I think those were, were beautiful shares. I, I love your your analogy there, though, Bill, of, of the, the guide wires for a telephone pole. I think that applies to to most you know themes. The, the telephone pole is the main theme you're trying to hold up. And then what are the guiding wires around it that can pull it, you know, so that it stays in its most optimal, you know, straight up and down. And, and function properly, you know, in terms of the telephone wires, you want to make sure that it's supporting 
what it needs to support. So I really, that's one big takeaway. I, I, I really like that analogy. I'm going to keep that in mind uh, in the future. Um, but yeah, I think it's wonderful to hear both of you talk about your strategic in similar fashions, but then, you know, a little bit of maximizer, a little bit of learner, a little bit of an election um, are, are really some great pairings that I heard, heard out of that. So with that, Jen, I'd love to, for you to take us to our next question for these wonderful guests that have taught us so much. Yeah, so what, what I wanted to ask next was really about those um, unique ways that we might have seen ideation show up. So um, for me, in my past coaching, I, I have someone who has ideation high and surrounded by a lot of relationship building themes. So um, what I found was that they really like listening to others and they want to be the one to help them with the answer. So it, it, it brought back to, to me um, thinking about this person and what you had said, Bill, about sometimes that others just want to listen. And for this person in particular, they wanted to listen, but to be able to help, to be able to give those ideas and, and a different perspective, different way to look at it. Mm. So um, I wondered if any of you have, have any similar experiences or someone that has ideation in their top five that maybe it shows up quite differently than your own? Well, the, there is one individual. Um, he, he happens to be my son-in-law, and but he's an, he's an engineer. Uh, and and so, you know, has has some uh, analytical things. He also has competition in his top five, which is mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, but his ideation comes across in more quantitative kind of ways mm -hmm. uh, than than mine. Mine are a little more qualitative. Oh, this could happen. Uh, yeah, I'm not certain how to how to how to uh, gauge it or score it or assess mm -hmm. it. You know, but it sure does feel right. Sure. Or his are probably a little more like they yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Gotten to the, we're not talking about the idea until it maybe is, yeah, here, is something well, that can happen. Well, here here's I have an idea about how to make oh, things work sure. and let's gauge, oh, okay. let's create a a, a a metric, you know, so that we can see that this idea is functioning properly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is quite a bit differently, different than what we've heard already today. Yeah. yeah. My analytical response to that very well. I, oh, I'm I, sure. I can get, on that, yeah. I can get yeah. on that page very, very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I didn't That's mean to great. cut Luan off. I yeah, and he's 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 in he's in manufacturing, and so you know he has ideas about how parts should be made and and the flow of it, and really he has turned a manufacturing firm around with his uh, new ideas about how things should progress, mm -hmm. but he's based it upon hard data. Sure. Great. Luann or Chad, did you have anyone that, that, you can't, that came to mind? Well, Chad's inspired me to think about, you know, managers in the workplace. And although I don't have this person in my life, but can you imagine like ideation and command as a manager? Oh, wow. Right. Where yeah. it would be helpful, where it would be not helpful. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. We also, well, we work a lot in the, um, a higher education space. So we have a lot of people that are deans. We work with a lot of deans of colleges and universities, that kind of thing. And there's a lot, I notice a lot of people with, we call it the three eyes, you know? Oh, yeah. Ideation, intellection, and input. Mm -hmm. And um, that is uh, plus learner, right? So um, kind of, kind of in that space, but you're kind of inspiring me to draw out the ideation from 
from that group and maybe next time we do a workshop with the, with them we'll explore the role of ideation in um you know in their in in their work life yeah oh great another idea <laughs> another idea love it see we're seeing ideation <laughs> in practice right, in right process in, right oh is this a podcast <laughs> oh, sorry. <I> was just... <laughs> we were just talking yeah we were just talking <laughs> um Jen, to, to to keep my answer fairly short, I have only had a, a few people come across my um, coaching experience with ideation, um, super high and and very demonstrative. But I will have to say that most of those people have That's fit similar. sort of the. I don't want to I don't want to box this in, but there is sort of a mold we're talking about here, right? Mm -hmm. And and the people I have uh, coached and been uh, exposed to. Um, fit pretty much what Luann and Bill are describing. And so um, nothing earth shattering from, from my corner of the, of the conversation here. Um, but it, it's definitely, I really appreciate Bill's uh, share of the, the analytical and, and mm -hmm. Luann, I may even need to reach out to you because I came from a higher education space and would love to coach more people in that space. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we've got some ideas that need to, to meld there. Um, but I appreciate that share. I would like to, help us um you know you've you've done a wonderful job sort of describing this in, in in great detail but some people may still not get it or need something to remember all these wonderful contributions through and we've done this with pretty much every other theme we've uh, approached on this podcast and what i'd like to do is see if there's an image that you could offer up for people to be like oh yeah that's what i need to keep in mind when i'm thinking of an election so I'll give an example to start us off. So when I think about ideation, I think about like Willy Wonka. You know, here's a guy that just you know, creates and creates and creates and just he has an idea about a, a candy or a chocolate bar or whatever, and just he goes and manifests it. That's one sort of pop culture reference. I'm wondering if there might be household objects or an image that you commonly go to that people might be able to keep as almost a token of this theme so that they they can carry it with them or understand it when they when they come across people with ideation and when is there is there an image sure. that comes to mind for you yeah i think a useful image and what i mean by that is ideation applied in a useful way is kind of like the light bulb or a flashlight even it's like okay. oh like that energy oh let's oh let's shine some light on in this space to okay uh to look at uh, maybe not so useful. I mean, uh, no, an image of uh, uh, ideation that's not so useful might be popcorn, right? It's like, there's, you know, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And if that doesn't grab you, can you just take this image of my, I call it the idea gasm. <laughs> okay. I like it. You can fill in the blanks. <laughs> okay. I'm right. I'm sensing a feeling is 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 going on there. It's just like yeah, it's like the little kid. Like I got an idea. I got an idea. Like it's the it's the vitality part of of ideation. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Bill? What what image do you commonly use to to reference this theme or introduce yeah. people yeah. to this theme? Well, I don't know that I've necessarily used it to introduce people to this to this theme, but I think it, it can overall apply to it. And that is, I think I mentioned, you know, this picture of my son looking through a knothole of a um, of, of a privacy fence. 
So mm. what was going on with him? He was, he he had he saw everything that was around him, but there was something that was beyond this barrier, whatever that barrier was, a fence. And he's looking through. He wanted to turn his attention toward whatever was there. He didn't know what was out there but he gave his attention to it. The word attention comes from a Latin root word, tendere, which means to move toward. And so mm -hmm. as I give my attention, as I move toward the possibilities out there, it is going to bring meaning and purpose to my life. It's, I'm, I'm gonna be filled with ideas. Uh, I'm gonna be filled with possibilities. And it's a very stimulating uh, experience uh, for me to, to continually be filled with awe and wonder of what's there, what's out there. Nice. It's okay. it's so interesting listening to them talk about this, like this feeling and energy that comes from this idea creation. And the only thing I think I could put it to is like those aha moments. But I think that's maybe learning something different or finally having something connect to something else. But that immediate feeling of an aha moment, if that's at all what you what you sense or what you feel when you get ideas or when they come to you i i could see why you wouldn't ever want to rein those in <laughs> yeah so great all right nice well so i'm going to take us to our our final like official question at, uh, on the podcast which is as we think about how we can best interact with those who have ideation so knowing that you've had it and lived it and been going through had bosses and peers and things what advice would you give to team leaders or peers to help that person who has ideation really offer their best contribution to the team whether that's in ways of recognition or um, ways to help them you know pinpoint or see blind spots or or just even some some tips to just really be able to work best with someone who has ideation uh, Luann, let's start with you. Sure. So, you know, all of this is individualized for the person Absolutely. and the situation. We know that. <laughs> general uh, guidance here, general guidance. Yeah, general, yeah full disclosure. <laughs> just just uh, check off the box on that one right now. Yes. Yeah. So it, you know, it could be, hey, you have a lot of ideas, you're not using them, so let's let's give you an opportunity to use them. It could be that. On the other hand, it could be someone that always has ideas. And then I think the direction for that is start to start to curate the ideas, however that is. Like take some time to develop a list of ideas and at the right time, then um, you know share them with the group or the team. So, so they're more, uh, you know, they're more refined. Sure. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I've actually yeah. done that on myself. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's good, good to know. <laughs> you no, know, it's true because you know I, I, you know I'm, uh, you know I, I mean I work with a business partner, so it's very close, right? And she has different. Stephanie has different uh, strengths than I do. And so I might throw something out. Here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. And it doesn't always, it doesn't always land, but if it's, it can put everything down mm. on one piece of paper and here's, you know, here's the trick, hold that piece of paper, uh, curate it until it's needed at the right time. Oh. And then it's like, okay, look, look what we have, you know, here's the gift. 
So I think it's like turning in ideation into a gift. Nice. Awesome. Bill? Yeah, I like what Luann just uh, said there. Um, you know, how many times have we been with working with people or in situations, you know, yeah, that's what I've been talking about for two years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you get it. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, uh, the ideation for a leader that's working with somebody who has ideation on, on their team, you know, one of the first things I would say to that leader is you need to know that team member know them so you can help them focus and if their ideation is very raw and immature um, help them to create some internal narratives some self-leadership that can keep them from uh, just running over top of everybody because it, it it's almost like um, you know um, what does Freud call it? You know, this the train of thought, you know, just this verbal uh, outpour of whatever it is that comes to your mind uh, can happen. And so help them rein that in a little bit and guide them in, in some ways for the ones. And I'm not suggesting that I have conquered this, but for the ones that are mature uh, use of their ideation, have some of those internal narratives that that talk to them they talk to themselves they have they ask themselves the questions they have a second thought is this good thing for me to say at this time and and not a lot of people are willing to do that rather just blurt it out and go and so you, you need to know okay if, if, am i doing this for uh, uh some self-actualization or self-aggrandizement in some way is there something that i'm needy in my life that i need to be able to present this at this time in order to gain some sort of recognition so, you know, just be careful with those ideas. And like I said, I've not mastered it for myself. It's an ongoing, it's an ongoing process, an ongoing process. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that it's a struggle that I have. Sure. I, I really am. I, I just, I wouldn't want to turn loose of the ideas I have for the, the difficulties that they sometimes create. Mm. That's great. Yeah. I, I want to bring up an idea that, and I can't remember if it's something that I, I, I did. I, I know that just, I'm just feeding these two. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a notion that I seem to have stored someplace via my learner from either one of the two previous episodes that we've had with either one of you, or maybe it was a passive conversation, but the value of guardrails, yeah. uh, sort of a, a and Luann, you kind of started touching on that and then took it in a very new and, and very helpful way in, in your most recent comment, but essentially sort of defining the box or defining the, the realm in which the ideas are needed was seeming to be the, the, sort of the direction mm -hmm. you were going of, if you're a team leader, be like, hey, I need 30 ideas, but I need them to fit within these sort of parameters. Is that, am I honest, like, is that, valuable or is that something you would recommend a team leader do to help get the most out of ideation what's the what's the role yeah. of guardrails or, or or definition Boundaries. for somebody with ideation because yeah. as, as jenna highlighted this is in our 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 mid-20s realm right. of, of theme <laughs> ranking so I, I pose it out of curiosity and, and feeding my learner a little bit um but also to help team leaders that might be listening to this podcast um how, how does the role of guardrails and defining situations come into play with someone with ideation? Um, yeah, so yes to, yes to guardrails, you know, yes to defining the box, yes to 
give me three ideas and a recommendation kind of approach if you're a manager working with someone. And I'll say, let's celebrate the person that has ideas too. You know, let's yeah. let's not just you know, let's let's I think people with ideation sometimes struggle with, you know, being recognized for that ideation. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, my husband always says like, yeah, you like to change things up. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> but, if, you know, uh, you know, it's, yeah, I think, you know, recognition, celebration and guardrails all in one box. Thanks. Okay. Bill, were there any other thoughts you want to add to that sort of theme of, of, of talking about the value of, of guardrails or defining the situation? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, yeah, you're asking for ideas about this specific thing, mm-hmm. and here, here are the parameters. Here's the framework. Uh, here, here's where we need to be thinking about. I'm not asking you what time we should break for lunch or where should we we should go. That's not part of this, you know. So let's have ideas focused on this. Let's utilize our time appropriately. Yeah, nice. Excellent. Thank you for for clarifying that for me because I know that. The idea of guardrails or defining the the parameters has come up in a couple of our other episodes. I know um, it came up with adaptability and and um, a ranger are the, are the two that come to mind. Um, but you seem to be headed in that direction with a couple of your responses. I don't know if it's a reflection of your strategic or futuristic, but I was also thinking, well, is that a benefit? just in general with ideation, you know, a, a team leader trying to help somebody. So thank you no, very I, much for, for clarifying it, that a little bit. Could I, could I say one more thing about yeah, that? Yeah. You know, guardrails do not exist in a silo. They're not, I mean, there has to be some foundational core values. In other words, what, what's the strategy? What's the plan to get me to where I'm going and futuristic too. What's the vision, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like vision mission is a guardrails Visions where we're going, missions of guardrails, core values are the platform upon which we function. Nice. nice. Excellent. Wonderful um, addition there, Bill. Thank you. So we've been able to, believe it or not, we've spent almost an hour exploring this wonderful talent theme, which it's flown by. And I think it's all the energy coming from, from the ideation um, components uh, that, you, that you highlight. As we wrap here, I'm wondering if you can help us maybe sort of key in on some key takeaways um, that you really like to highlight either something that we've already mentioned in, you know that you've already mentioned in, in this episode or something that you really want to make sure is emphasized um, before people get off uh, you know listening to this what's something that they should really take away or really understand about the ideation theme and maybe if you give us our your top you know two or three key takeaways each uh, I think that'd be a really nice summary for for this episode. So, Bill, I'd like to start with you, and Luanna, I definitely want to hear your yours as well. Um, so, Bill, what are your what are your two or three key takeaways for us? You know, I, I have to be selfish and personal in this. The key takeaways for me was in this conversation, you folks helped me to take a, a deeper look to how I pair my ideation with my other strengths, you know, in ways that I haven't before. And so the takeaway for me is to encourage everybody, yeah, look at your top five strengths. You may or may not have ideation, but look at how you can utilize those and pair them and work them together to for you to bring your best self to the table on a consistent basis. Because when you bring your best self, there's freedom there. That's where freedom is. 
And so, you know, my my top five or my top 10 and how I utilize them, uh, this is, I guess this is an idea, you know, is yeah. to to look at how they interplay and interact uh, with one another, because you folks have helped me think of my top five in ways that I have not previously. I've been doing this for a while. So I want to I want to learn, continue to learn. You know, one idea is to be open have a teachable uh, attitude and spirit uh, to learn from people and sit at their feet, whoever it is. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad we were able to help you, Bill. I think you may have also just helped somebody else listening to this <laughs> do that do that same sort of thing. And as a small plug, this is just a coincidental timing. I think it's wonderful you're highlighting that in the week that Gallup just relaunched right? the top five report that has exactly those pairings in it. So just a nice coincidence of, mm. of timing here. Um, so uh, I appreciate you highlighting that. Luann, I wanted to help uh, help us wrap this uh, episode <laughs> out and, and give us your two or you. three key takeaways uh, <laughs> that you have about ideation or things that people should take away from this episode. Yeah, thanks. So again, this is also very personal as well. And <laughs> this has been a great opportunity for me to... Um, me to uh, refine my uh, my ideas around ideation, but if you have love it, if you have ideation, you know, love it. Just love your ideation, and then notice like when is it helpful, when is it not? Uh, you know, own the good parts of the ideas, the vitality, the opportunity for innovation. You know, that drive to to make things better, and then, you know, pair with someone else or with another one of your strengths to help apply that, and I would say aim it, but you know, apply that that ideation. Excellent. Make the world a better place. There you go. <laughs> Here's, I hear a lot of that self-assurance and, and making things, you know, <laughs> that much better, right? Have the confidence to go for A little for bit it. of maximizer. Yeah. Like, what and are maximizer we doing too, here? Yes, yes. What are we doing on this planet? Well, let's make the world better. Nice. There you go. Well, thank you both for sharing all of, you know, going vulnerable with us, you know, opening up to what it felt like when you first had ideation, some of the places mm -hmm. that you've struggled and then knowing and seeing the places that you shined. I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing all of these with us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks thank you. for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we so. appreciate you so much. <laughs> so very much, both of you. Yeah, well, I, I, I will. I will double on to, to Jen's thanks and, and just um, thank you for, for sharing your time. Um, for our audience members, um, I'm going to switch our focus a little bit here. For audience members, people listening, um, if you'd like to keep hearing from coaches like Luann and Bill, uh, we encourage you to uh, subscribe on both our podcast platform through ACAST, as well as um, both Jen and I have this episode out on our YouTube channels, um, but also in we encourage you to engage with the conversation. Leave us a comment, leave us a, a review. Um, tell us if you've got ideation um, and, and how it's come out for you. Um, so please feel free to, to, uh, to keep the conversation going. Absolutely. And then another way to do that is you can find all of our contact information, including Luann and Bill in the show notes for the, for the episode. So whether you're on ACAST or within our YouTubes, please take the opportunity to reach out. Yeah. And so until next time, I'm Chad here in Top Teams Consulting, encouraging everyone to keep playing to your strengths. And I'm John Werner of John Werner Coaching, encouraging you to be uniquely you. 
Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode.